One cannot help but keep one's eyes on the Middle East as conflict continues to grow. Hamas seems to not be running out of missiles. Launches towards Tel Aviv yesterday, Hezbollah in Lebanon, and now Syria joining in. The U.S. is readying for mass evacuations in the Middle East if the war in Gaza escalates, but danger lurks at home and elsewhere from this conflict. One evangelical church we're connected with next door to the BBC in London, telling me in the thousands have demonstrated these past days, pro-Palestinian and some pro-Israel. In Berlin, stars of David are being painted on the doors of Jews in Germany. Israel didn't hand out copies to share, but showed 200 foreign journalists brutal footage taken by Hamas killing civilians, young and old, even as captured Hamas admits upon questioning that Islam forbids the killing of women and children. We must seek the Lord, for he hears us. His promise? To deliver us from our fears. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing together with you the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Wednesday, we're in a series this week called Experience the Old Testament. All week, we've been looking at stories out of the Old Testament that show God's mighty hand of deliverance. And today we come to one of the big ones, Israel in bondage in Egypt. They were slaves to Pharaoh, and it wasn't going well to say the least. But God called Moses from a burning bush, and the rest, as they say, is history. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. That's my friend, actor Ted Staunton, reading from this incredible story found in the book of Exodus. We're going to hear more from this dramatic reading and take some time to think about God's incredible hand of deliverance for his people. And we're doing all of this in light of the brand new double CD that Haven Ministries has just released called Experience the Old Testament, 10 Stories of Deliverance. All of these dramatic readings by Ted are set to original music and are a very powerful way to experience God's word. This week, my wife and I have been using this project for our devotional time in the morning, and we've been greatly blessed. Time and time again, the Bible talks about hearing God's word and the blessing that comes from hearing. And that's why I want you and those you know to experience the Old Testament in a mighty way so you can be blessed as well. So after the program, come over to our website, Listen to some samples from this project, and then make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And just a note, the CDs come with a digital download as well. And if you just want the digital version, we have that for your gift as well. You can also call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And now we open our program with music from Aaron Keyes. Oh, the Lord, our strength and song, highest praise to Him belongs. Christ the Lord, our conquering King, Your name we raise, 
your triumph sing. Praise the Lord, our mighty warrior. Praise the Lord, the glorious one. By his hand, we stand in victory. And by his name, we overcome. Moses by Aaron Keyes coming out of Exodus 15 here on a haven today called Experience the Old Testament. I'm Charles Morris. It's one of the best known scenes in all the Bible and it comes to us at the most important moment in the history of the Lord's people in the Old Testament. Israel was enslaved to Egypt and it was getting worse. 
Pharaoh wasn't just putting them to work. He was increasing their quota of work and at the same time reducing their supplies to work. The oppression they suffered in Egypt was growing unbearable, and they were crying out to the Lord. The book of Exodus tells us that as this happened, the Lord remembered his promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He saw their suffering, and he heard their cry. The Lord was going to come down and intervene. He was going to save his people. He was going to put an end to their enslavement and defeat their enemy, and he was going to use Moses to do that. Moses was an Israelite, of course, but he was raised in Pharaoh's courts by Pharaoh's daughter. She had found him floating in the Nile and decided to not allow the baby to die. But by the time Israel was crying out to the Lord for salvation, Moses had fled to Egypt. He was a shepherd in a place called Midian, and it was here that the Lord broke into his life, the burning bush. But instead of reading this story together, I want us to listen as Ted Staunton gives us his dynamic reading of this wonderful story. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold... The bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush, and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows, and I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppress them. Come now therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I, that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, 
Ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And God said, Moreover, unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is my name for ever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together, and say unto them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you, and seen that which is done to you in Egypt. And I have said I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt unto the land of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. And they shall hearken to thy voice. And thou shalt come, thou and the elders of Israel, unto the king of Egypt. And ye shall say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews hath met with us. And now let us go, we beseech thee, three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go, no, not by a mighty hand. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. But every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and of her that sojourneth in her house jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment. And ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and ye shall spoil the Egyptians. The Lord's Call and Commission of Moses Read to us by Ted Staunton A dramatic reading of this all-important moment in history. And you can find that reading along with nine others on our brand new double CD called Experience the Old Testament, Ten Stories of Deliverance. It's clear that Moses was not ready. He knew his brothers and sisters in Israel were suffering, but he didn't think he was the right one to step up to lead them. But the Lord had other plans. This burning bush teaches us a couple of things at the same time. It teaches us that the Lord doesn't need anyone or anything to exist. Remember, that bush was burning, but the bush and the wood were not being consumed. It was a fire, but the fire wasn't using anything to burn. It was just burning. What a sight. It was a miracle, a real-life demonstration of the Lord's self-sufficiency. Remember what the Lord said his name was? I am that I am. He just is. He doesn't need anyone else. He doesn't depend on anything else. 
He doesn't need the bush to burn, and he didn't need Moses to save. The Lord could have done it all by himself, and that's the second thing he teaches us. The Lord chooses to include us in his work of salvation. The Lord broke in, and he empowered his chosen one to save his people. He didn't need Moses, but he chose to send Moses as his representative. And it was through Moses that the Lord showed his power over Egypt and Pharaoh, and it was through Moses that the Lord led Israel out. Even though Moses was unsure, the Lord overcame his fears. It's the same with us. No, we aren't being called to lead a people out of Egypt. We aren't being called to liberate the masses through miracles and wonders. But the Lord has broken into our lives all the same, hasn't he? When you first came to Christ, it was your burning bush moment. The Lord became so real to you in a way that you knew he didn't need you, but yet he wanted you. He showed you Jesus. And when you realized your unholiness and your great need, you embraced him by faith. Moses eventually embraced the Lord as well and brought salvation to the people of Israel. The Exodus is the most significant event in the Old Testament. The Exodus points us to Jesus. We too were in bondage, oppressed by sin, suffering the pangs of death and loss. We were like sheep without a shepherd, in desperate need of salvation. And the Lord broke in, not in a burning bush, but through a virgin birth. Just like the fire, the virgin birth tells us that the Lord doesn't need us but he chooses to include us in his plans of salvation. He breaks in. The word becomes flesh. And he dwelt among us. And he lived among us, working miracles, healing the blind, raising the dead. But he didn't just march us out of our spiritual darkness. He embraced that darkness. He died in our place. The cross is where our guilt and our sin was vanquished once and for all. And through his resurrection... We have new life, and this new promise, the promise of a world to come. Our promised land is still to come. The burning bush teaches us that the Lord loves his people and breaks into history to save us. The gospel teaches us what he's done through Christ once and for all. And just like Moses, we are called to trust, to not be afraid to approach the Lord by faith and to receive his spirit to empower us as we move into the world with his gospel truth. And we go with a promise, the same promise that Moses had, the promise that Christ gave to his disciples and gives to us today. Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And with that good news, may we go and tell all the world about him. See my hands and look at my feet. It's okay if it's hard to believe. I have faith that you will do greater things. It's my time to go, but before I leave. Got it.
the commission here on this haven today yesterday i was speaking with my friend ted staunton and the new cd project that we just released called experience the old testament 10 stories of deliverance and i asked ted why hearing god's word aloud is so powerful well here's what he told me it's it's only in recent history that people have been able to read the the word for themselves without having someone read it to them i think you know, since the medieval era, really, and I think I think the spoken voice was really important in the in the delivery of 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 the law. The children of Israel were you know were often made to gather together as a nation to listen to the law being read aloud, and uh, uh, the worship meetings of the early church consisted of people gathering together to to listen to epistles being read out loud. I was just reading Revelation. Myself this morning, and uh, and it said, you know, let um, those who hear let them understand what the Spirit says to the churches. Um, I think the human voice can imbue m- mere printed words with another dimension of expression. When you when you think of the words of, of Churchill or a, a Roosevelt at significant moments in history, it's their spoken delivery that uh, enhances the impact. The, just the way things are spoken the different emphases that are made, that can help the words stick in the mind. That's my brother in the Lord and Christian actor Ted Staunton talking about the power of hearing God's word read aloud. I want you to experience the same blessing that my wife and I are enjoying right now as we're listening to this brand new double CD that Haven Ministries just released called Experience the Old Testament, 10 Stories of Deliverance. As you listen to this hour and a half production, You'll hear familiar Bible stories, but they'll come to life in a new way. 
And these stories out of the Old Testament are much more than moralistic teachings. They're pointing us to Jesus. And to help you see that, we've also added a commentary sharing how each story leads you to Jesus. It's been a blessing to produce and to enjoy, and I want you to experience the same blessing as well. So for your gift to the ministry, we'll send you a copy of our double CD called Experience the Old Testament. You can listen to samples that we've selected for you, haventoday.org. And while you're there, you can make your gift and request the double CD, which comes with a digital download as well. And if you just want the digital copy, we can just send that to you. Or you can call us right now, make your gift, and we'll get you the set right away. Our number to call is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And don't forget, as war continues in the Middle East, if you want to help displaced people in Israel, we still have our Help and Hope Fund for Israel open. Every dollar given to Israel will be sent to Israel. We don't take a handling fee. We're sending it to Jews for Jesus, who are helping with physical needs, as well as handing out New Testaments and Psalms. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow, when together again, we'll share this great story. That's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Is there anybody out there? Talk of aliens and UFOs have been happening over the past few months, but it's not just coming from the mouths of conspiracy theorists, government officials wrestling with whether there is life beyond this earth. Well, Christians do know there is life beyond earth. No, I'm not talking about aliens, but about the creator of all things visible and invisible. There is someone out there, but he is not distant. He has made himself known to us, and he hears us. 1 Kings 8 calls out to God with an amazing request. Hear from heaven your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. Have you talked with the Lord recently? He is able to listen and to forgive. Get daily encouragement from God's Word with Anchor Devotional. Try it out at getanchor.com.